Um, so the plan in the mornings was to spend some time um, kind of reflecting um, on kind of our values as a church family um, and kind of lead from that kind of based on what was important to us into kind of thinking about vision and what the future might look like for us as a church. And I'll say more about that uh, in a moment. Um, and, and kind of we, we kind of did it because it felt the right thing to do in the morning. But and as I said, we suddenly became aware this isn't just something that concerns one congregation. It's something, you know, we might worship in different ways in different services, but actually it's, it's something that's relevant because, you know, those values are values we want to see shared right across church life. Um, and so the theme that we picked up on for the morning as we thought about values is this whole question of who we are. Kind of what makes us who we are as the church family? What really matters to us? Uh, and we picked up on three values that we wanted to begin this term by focusing on. Um, welcoming, generosity, um, and serving. Um, and um, so in the end, we've decided that we want to kind of repeat um, that in the evenings. Um, someone wisely pointed out that there is a slight complication um, and that is that we do speak a bit longer in the morning than we do at seven and at five. Uh, and apparently, I, I've no idea who would have ever thought this, but apparently the vicar is one of the culprits. Or actually the vicar might be the main culprit when it comes to speaking too long. Um, and so the first one in this series I tackled last week, uh, and it was half introduction as to why we were doing it, and then half of it was talking about that first value, about kind of kingdom welcome. Um, and um, so what we've done, bearing in mind my tendency to speak for too long, is to split it in half. So this week I'm going to be talking about kind of why we're... This week is the introduction. It's all about why we're doing this. And next week we have the first of those values kind of welcome and we'll come back with it there is a slight complication it means that you've got half of a talk so it sort of stops in the middle if that makes sense rather than at the end so I've tried to give it an ending that it might not have had otherwise um, and I kind of hope that it will make sense kind of when we get there um, okay so kind of why are we doing this um, well I think it is about six years since we talked about values at St. Matt's. And probably when we did it, we would have talked about it to the morning. I'm not sure we ever talked about values as a church to either five or seven. Um, kind of if you want to hear what we said kind of six years ago and compare notes and see whether we're kind of still on track and talking about the same thing, you'll find those talks on the website, actually. And they're just as relevant now as they were then. But kind of as I looked at them, what occurred to me was they're very much about what we believe and what we do. Um, these are the talks that are on the website from six years ago. Um, the significance of the word, um, the Holy Spirit, the cross, kind of worship, God's presence, love. And they're great values. They're important values. They, they still have huge relevance for us today as much as they did before. But it's much more about kind of what we believe theologically um, and, and what we do. Whereas the values that we're focusing on this term 
kind of kingdom welcome, God's generosity, kind of, kind of what it means to be a people that serve. It's less about what we believe. It's less about what we actually do. It's more about what we are. You know, kind of what, you know, if you cut us, we bleed. If you, if you break a stick of rock inside, what goes all the way through it? They're, they're all about kind of what makes us distinctive and what's important to us as a church. Um, and to be honest, they flow out of kind of, I'll, I'll explain in a moment, some discussions we have when we took the PCC and leadership team away. Um, and they're a bit of a distillation of the things that came out of the conversation we had there about what was important for us. So, so I would say it's not a case of we want to become this. It, this is what we believe we are. And this is what we want to celebrate and build what we do in the future on. Does that make sense? Um, well, I hope it does. Um, it feels like we've been, let's just get catch up. Um, it feels like we've been on a journey. Um, kind of a year and a half ago at church weekend, uh, the theme was reimagining church. And I think that was the beginning of this journey. Uh, we kind of used that church weekend to look at some of the key components of what it means to be church. Uh, we looked about kind of, we looked at the relationships in church and if you kind of, and that was really what kind of birthed this idea of hubs, kind of activity groups. We looked about how we connect with the wider community around us and if you were there you will remember Tom did the most amazing bit of kind of analysis of our community and picked out some really key trends which are key in understanding kind of the community we've been placed in. We also also thought about what it means to make disciples, what it means to kind of be part of God's continuing mission uh, in advancing his kingdom. And, and kind of that, that's where the journey began, in a way. Um, then last year, um, we had what was a really significant change for us when we became um, a new parish, when we left the team ministry. For a lot of people, you may never have realised that we were part of a group of churches. You joined St. Matt's and never really thought about kind of there being a connection with others. But it changed a lot of things in terms of our identity legally. And it kind of felt like this is the right time to be thinking again about what we should be doing. Um, and so in November last year, uh, we took the PCC and the leadership team away for a day to kind of reflect on where we are as church and where we wanted to go. And we invited Andy Wooding-Jones, who's the Archdeacon of Rochester, to come along and, and help us with that process. Um, and kind of we did, we did an awful lot of brainstorming on that day, didn't we, actually? There was a whole lot. I mean, we had... We had, um, we had um, flip chart sheets everywhere. Um, it began with kind of the question about, well, as a church, what do you actually do? And this is what we came up with. Um, please don't worry that you can't read it. You're not really meant to. I tried to get everything we do onto one slide and you can kind of see the consequence of that. Kind of there's a lot and it means that the print has to be very small. Um, and um, th 
the point of putting it up is not that you read everything that we do, although kind of that would be a good thing. It's more just to make a point that actually for not a great big church, there's an awful lot that happens kind of in and through the ministry of this place. Uh, it's in different colours because we thought about it under three areas. Uh, we thought about our worship which is the blue. Um, we thought about our ministry, our kind of relationships to each other, which is the green. And we thought about our mission, which is the red. And we kind of arranged the different things we did kind of under those headings. Some of them could be under more than one heading. They're just kind of there under the key heading at the moment. So we began with what we would do, but kind of what we were leading to, to was, well, actually, why do we do this stuff? We do an awful lot of stuff. To be honest, when you look at it, you know, you haven't got to be kind of, you haven't got to have a PhD in organisations to realise that probably we try to do too much, almost, rather than kind of um, not enough. So why do we do this stuff? And actually, kind of the big question being, what are we really called to? What are the things that really matter to us? And how much do the things that we do reflect our calling um, because we want to do what God's called us to not just do stuff because it's a good idea Uh, and how much do the things that we do reflect our values you know how much do what we do really kind of does it come out of um, kind of what really matters to us Um, I wonder if I can illustrate this Um, no I I won't I would digress if I do so I won't um Self-control. Isn't that impressive? Rather than going off on a little bit of a cyber journey. Okay. And so kind of the heart of where we were going is, you know, what are our values really? What is our calling as a church? Um, the things we do kind of may change according to kind of time and circumstances and all the rest of it. But the values that we have, the things that make us who we really are, Actually, they kind of stay the same and they should shape the stuff that we do. Um, and actually, although, and this is one of the reasons why we're talking about this here now and not just at 10 o'clock. Um, you know, th- how we worship might be very different at 10 um, to how we worship at 5. And certainly 5 is very different to what we're doing now. Uh, the makeup of those congregations might be kind of very different. You know, 10 o'clock, there's lots of families. There seems to be hordes of kids. There certainly was this morning. I don't know where they all came from. Um, um, and um, kind of 5 o'clock, there's more grey hair, for those of us that have still got hair, that is, you know. And kind of probably we're somewhere in the middle there, you know, um, and not so many children because of the nature of the time. You know, the congregations are different. The way we worship is different. But actually, kind of, we're part of one church and we really want to have values that are shared right across the, the kind of the whole church family. And that's why we felt it important to be talking about that here again. Um, there's a few of us um, looking around the room that means that we might be listening to this more than once. And I just appreciate your patience with us. Although, to be honest, aren't you looking forward to hearing Hannah again? Wasn't she awesome this morning? She was just so good. Never mind me, but you can look forward to hearing Hannah. Um, kind of when it comes to calling, 
when it comes to values, it seems to me that there are some things that are true of every Christian and are true of every church. But then there are things that are true of us as individuals or, or as a particular church family. So kind of let me develop that idea. Kind of, it comes out of those passages that Natalie kind of read to us. Because both passages are about things that are fundamental for anyone that follows Jesus. Um, the first one is called the Great Commandments. Jesus is asked this question, what really matters? And that's the question we're asking about values, isn't it? What really matters? What makes us who we are? What really kind of counts? And Jesus has asked that question about the Mosaic law. All this law, five books of it in the Old Testament, the Ten Commandments in particular. And for years, Jewish scholars had argued about which one is the most important. And so it's a great way to check Jesus out. Will he be in this camp or that camp? Uh, and Jesus, in the few lines, pulls together all of the law that God has given his people and just summarizes it into two simple commandments. Um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Just in the most simple way, he draws all of the laws together And he turns them from something that could be seen as negative, don't do this, don't do that, into something that is positive and life-giving. And kind of, those aren't kind of commandments for some Christians or for some churches. They're for all of us. Love God. Um, Love your neighbor. Uh, They're fundamental to all of us. Uh, The other passage, the Great Commission. Um, I keep forgetting I've got to use this. Well, I haven't got to, but I decided I would. Feeling very clever. Um, you know, this is Jesus' last conversation with his disciples. We've talked about it so many times, so I'm not going to go into great detail. It's all about Jesus handing on the baton and calling them to continue his ministry. Um, you know, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. If you wanted to be frightfully Anglican about it, you could say this is God's call to all the baptized people of God. If we're baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, this is what we're meant to be doing. This is what he called his disciples to do, and this is what he calls us to do. Um, Telling people about Jesus and sharing Jesus isn't something for a few Christians or the odd church. It should be something for all of us. And so there are some things that are like, that they're there for every church, for every believer. Um, And actually, but then there's a sense that as individuals, um, kind of those kind of shape our lives and they bring out much more individual callings. So if we were to go around this room, we would find that probably all of us would articulate what we are called to in different ways. Almost certainly, it would come out of these two passages. Some of us would feel passionately... um, about wanting to tell people about Jesus. You know, I just want to tell as many people about Jesus as I possibly can. And that would be the thing that drives us. 
Some of us would be passionate about injustice, of seeing people mistreated in our world and wanting to put it right because it goes against what God intended for us and that would really matter. Others of us would be passionate about people who we see suffering and we would kind of care about that and want to get alongside them and we all should, let's be honest, but for some people that would be the thing that drives them kind of more than anything else. And all of that flows out of these purposes, but it's about how we've been formed. We talk about gifting and ministries and kind of, you know, some of us are more prophetic, um, you know, some of us are more concerned with truth, some of us are more evangelistic. Kind of that's the calling God places on our lives. Um, and so kind of, you know, there, there are, there, there is this kind of, there's this stuff that's true for everybody, but what we're thinking is, well, what's true for us as a church? You know, what matters to us as a church? What kind of, what sums up what we are as a church? Um, it's not just what we want to be, it's what we genuinely believe that we are. And so there was a lot of brainstorming going on on that leader's day. And we kind of moved on to that question about what are we called to. And these are just some of the things that were brainstormed. To know Christ. Um, you know, that's what the Great Commission is about, isn't it? To, and it is expressed in our, in our mission statement, igniting passion for Jesus. To serve God and our community. Well, that's the two commandments, isn't it? Love the Lord your God with all the, your heart. Love your neighbour, you know? It flows out of that. To love and care for each other. Love, again, it's about loving your neighbour, isn't it? To release gifting. It's back to the Great Commission, you know, kind of disciple these people and release them to carry on doing this thing. Um, to pursue God's presence. And I will be with you to the very end of the age. Um, you know, but these are stuff that just kind of went, you know, what matters to us as a church? What do we feel called to? And these were just some of the stuff that kind of got brainstormed out of that. Uh, and then we went on to kind of what values do we have? What really matters to us? Um, and some of them are the things we talked about on the website before, um, you know, um, being Jesus-centered, hospitality, care, being inclusive, accepting people, being non-judgment, being a safe place where anyone is welcome, um, supporting others, being a family, informality, worship, enabling and nurturing the gifts God gives us, teaching the word, the Holy Spirit, prayer, community focus, integrity. Um, and it's these that we kind of distill down into those three headings. Um, who are we? We want to be a welcoming people. We want to be a generous people. We want to be a serving people. Those are kind of the characteristics um, that kind of we felt were really important about the sort of place we are and the sort of people we are. Um, and as I said, this is the middle of the talk. This is when I'm meant to go on and start talking about welcoming Sigh of relief, because um, that's just as long again. You'll get that next week. Um, you see, the thing that holds these three things together is that actually they all reflect the heart of God. Um, the God that we believe in is a God that welcomes us. Long before we ever seek him out, he's seeking us out. And no matter what sort of mess our lives are in, 
his arms are always open wide to welcome us home. Um, The God we believe in is a God who gives. I mean, when you hear Hannah kind of speak, she talked about kind of God's generosity and what gives us, what God gives us. And the list of what God gives us just went on and on and on. It's the heart of God to give to us. Um, And that's why our hearts should be characterized by generosity too. And he's the God that serves. Jesus said, I come amongst you uh, as one that served. He talked about kind of the great men of the Gentiles being served. And he said, that's not the way of the kingdom. Those that are great in the kingdom are those that serve others. Um, and kind of, we shared, you know, we're focusing on these, not because it's kind of, this is what we ought to become. It, it, it's because it feels like these are the things that are really important to us. These are the things that matter to us. We want to be a place where anyone is welcome. A place where kind of, where, where we who have received God's generosity are enabled to share it with others. Um, where kind of the God who has given everything for us enables us to serve others too. And kind of we see that here, but we want that to be what undergirds the stuff that we do. The list is great, you know, and whether we do it all or stop doing all of it, doesn't matter. What really matters is that what we do in the future um, is kind of based on those values and that calling that's in our lives to share Jesus, to ignite passion for Jesus. Um, now, this is where I should stop. Um, kind of, I would just really ask for your prayers because it feels like we're only, you know, I talked about being on a journey. It feels like we're only kind of part way on that journey. Um, kind of, the, the next part of it is actually tomorrow evening when we're kind of meeting together with both PCC and leadership team. When we want to take those values, that we're talking about, um, and use those to start thinking about kind of what God is calling us to be doing as a church in the next year, over the next three years perhaps, or even longer, over five years. And so kind of we want to use those values to kind of inform and build vision for the future. And that's kind of, that's what happens next. And this series is meant to lead into, from values, um, into vision. Um, and that's kind of where it goes. It would be really good if we had something to come back and share. So please, would you be praying for us as we kind of meet together and as we kind of reflect on that and what happens next? And I'll shut up at this juncture and hand back to Natalie.